We continue our daily Bible reading in 2 Chronicles. We're in the 21st chapter, so chapter 21 of uh, 2 Chronicles. We read uh, at the end of, uh, uh, well, actually three chapters about Jehoshaphat, the, the previous king, and now it says, Jehoshaphat slept with his fathers. Now, don't, don't take these words for granted. Uh, this is very graphic language about what we believe really happens after we die, that, that death is not the end. Uh, sleep is not the end. We wake up. Uh, uh, to this sleeping and sleeping in Jesus and, and the songs, uh, this sleep is, is a euphemism the New Testament continues to use. Paul uses it in his letters. He talks about uh, falling asleep in Jesus. It means we believe there's more to come. Um, and also to sleep with his fathers, that of, of sleeping with those who believe the same as we do, who, who, who hold on to Jesus Christ as their Savior and look to God for their salvation uh, will be with them. This family thing that God designed is going to continue on in, in a perfect state in heaven uh, and all that comes about or, or we're reminded of all of that in the kind of language that the, the scriptures use. So Jehoshaphat slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David and Jehoram his son reigned in his place. And then the unthinkable happens as you read on a little bit more. It tells us about all the sons of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat choosing his oldest son to reign for him. And then also the fact that Jehoshaphat gave gifts to all of these. He was he was a loving father who wanted his children to have, you know, the things that he had worked for and he had planned for, and he gave them those gifts. But it kind of reminds me of, uh, of Solomon talking about in Ecclesiastes where he says, I can give all these gifts to my children and come after me, but if they're not wise in the way that they use them, they can lose them all. Um, so again, kind of reminder again that, that our greatest treasure needs to be stored up in heaven and that we give that heavenly gift to our children as we bring them to faith in Jesus Christ. We teach them about their Savior uh, and instruct them along the way. Because look what happens. It says, Jehoram, his oldest son, his firstborn, um, he it says he ascended to the throne of his father and was established and then he kills all his brothers. Uh, again, you can't find a, a soap opera that's quite as graphic or, or crazy as, as the reality of life or what ha really happens in the world. And, and the scriptures don't, the Bible doesn't shy away from that. It's not trying to, uh, you know, share with us a history and kind of make a fairy tale history. This is real world stuff where we're dealing with family squabbles and murder and, and all of this going on. And, and yet in, in all of that, what it, what it shows us is the relationship that God has with us. It says, yet the Lord was not willing to destroy the house of David. Why? Because of his covenant that he had made. God is always true to his promises. We aren't always true to our promises. We fall short of the glory of God. We don't always do what we're called to do, but God is going to be faithful. And then an interesting choice of words. He says, since he had promised to give a lamp to him and to his sons forever. God promised us a lamp. Now, all of you who know your scriptures know, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Jesus is that lamp that God has given to us. And thank God, because we live in this darkness and we need a lamp and God gives us that light. Uh, Jesus is that light of the world. And as John tells us in the first chapter of his gospel, it's light that the darkness of the world cannot snuff out. Um, it may look like it's really dark, it's really bad, but there's always that light, that hope that we have in Jesus Christ. And the encouragement we have in every day as we, as we live amidst the troubles that we have, 
that there's always that light. Turn to that light. You're in that light right now as you're in the Word of God, as you read about God's faithfulness and the light that God brings into the world. And that's why we need to be in that Word um, every single day. Just some notes along the way. It says, and then Edom revolts against uh, Jehoram. Uh, wants to rebel against him. God allows him to have a victory here. Um, again, kind of interesting note in verse 10, it says, so Edom revolted from the rule of Judah to this day. Gives us a little hint of when Second Chronicles was written and the time frame it was written uh, to that day of the time that they had written it. Uh, Edom was still a pain in their side. And, and if you read the rest of the, we're going to read through the rest of Chronicles. And, and if you know a little bit about First and Second Kings, you know that that's truly the case. Um, and moreover, it says uh, he made high places. So again, uh, uh, obviously Jehovah is not faithful to the true God. He's allowing them to worship to whatever God that they want to at the high places. And it's described very graphically in this verse where it says, and, and it led the inhabitants of Jerusalem into whoredom. In other words, they weren't faithful to God in this monogamous relationship that God set up with us. They were going a whoring after other gods. And he said, and he made Judah go astray. Uh, but God doesn't leave them alone. And, and the word of God, so like the word of God we have right now, it says a letter came to him from Elijah the prophet. In other words, the prophets didn't always speak, or when long was speaking, they wrote as well. Again, that's how we get this record in scripture from all the prophets too. We know about the letters of the New Testament, the epistles, Latin word for letter, um, written down so that you and I might have them, might, we might hear God speak through the letters, through the, through the word of God. Um, here's an example right here. And Elijah is going to point them back towards God. He's going to uh, preach both law and gospel. He's going to tell them uh, that the ways that they're going are not good. He's going to tell them about God's punishment that's going to happen because of that. Again, we do the same with, with our children. Uh, we tell them what is wrong. And when they do that wrong, uh, we punish them uh, because we love them, because we want to do whatever we can to get them back on the right track. And unfortunately, uh, mankind is like that, that we need that kind of uh, uh, we need that kind of punishment. And then it says, verse 16, And the Lord stirred up then against Jehoram the anger of the Philistines, the Arabians, and the, and the near Ethiopians. Um, and of course, they're going to come in and, and God's going to allow them to conquer uh, the people again because he had warned them about that to try to get them back on track and they didn't listen to him. And it says that at the end of that part in verse 17, so that no son was left after these uh, nations attacked except Jehoahaz, his youngest son. And there's a fulfillment of what, part of a fulfillment of what God had promised back in verse 7, that he would leave a lamp there. There's someone who's going to carry on the line of David because Jesus eventually is going to come from that line. God would not let that let that happen. Um, but he's going to punish um, he's going to punish Jehoram and we read about that punishment as the Lord struck him with this incurable disease. And sad, sad to say, this is how the chapter ends. It says, he was 32 years old when he began to reign. He reigned eight years in Jerusalem. He departed with no one's regret. In other words, no one missed him and what he brought, the kind of calamity he brought upon people. And it says that they buried him in the city of David, but not in the tombs of the kings. Notice it doesn't say he slept with his fathers, as we read about his father Jehoshaphat in verse 1. So graphic description of that 
that separation uh, at death between those who follow God and those who choose to rebel against him and not follow his way. Um, there's that heaven and that hell and, and a graphic description of that right here. So God bless you as you continue to read. Keep in that word uh, where we read about the faithfulness of God.